Welcome to the Let's Talk BS Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the... 757. We got it right this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, you got it right. Oh, whatever. Yeah, you the one that last time <laughs> wanted to take my, my glory of this intro, at least my part of the intro anyway, you know? Okay. But who made up the intro? <laughs> no, just... <laughs> oh, man, we going, we going to that. <laughs> Oh, you man. go low, I go lower. Oh, okay? man. That's not what Michelle Obama said. That's <laughs> not what she Michelle. said. <laughs> Jeez, how you doing, though? How I'm you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? All is well, man. It's Friday. I'm yeah. happy, excited. Most New definitely. Month. Black History Month, yep. you know? You know? Just kicking it off. What February, two? you know? Yeah, it's the third, right? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It is the third. Yeah, today the third. Yeah, so, the third. yeah. yeah it's so. officially Black History Month, so celebrate yeah. our, we got to celebrate our people this yeah, month. Yeah, man. Yeah, as I, I say, all the time. I was about to say, yeah. I said, yeah, Black History Month is every month for me because I'm, I'm, I'm black, <laughs> you know, and I, you know, I appreciate our history. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know it, it's actually, it was, it's given a, a month by the, uh, by society, you know, um, you know, February. So I definitely want to show The shortest love. month too. Yeah. You, you don't think that's <laughs> by like, accident? You know what? We're going to give you a month, but mm-hmm. let me see. We're going to give you February because yeah. it's only 20 some days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not by accident either. You know what I'm saying? But look, hey. Take so what how we can get. Uh, week's good. Week's good, man. Week has been good. It's been, uh, I actually say this week's moved pretty quickly. Um, it's been pretty eventful, though. And it's normally how it goes when you have a lot going on. Um, it seems like the week moves pretty fast. So last weekend, um, what I do, I have my son's game again. And then uh, we went to a brewery uh, mm-hmm. that's right around the corner from. Uh, the YMCA where he plays at, so it's pretty cool. Which uh, one? Uh, Big Ugly Brewing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've only been to one. You've only been to one. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe two. Okay. Two, two. Yeah. yeah. So we went there. It was pretty cool because Saturday the weather was really nice. The game, his game was at twelve. No, his game was at eleven. So after the game, you know, the kids were hungry. Um, they had to give snacks at the end of the game. But we went up there. They had a food truck out there. Okay. Kids, you know, some of this. Oddly enough, which was pretty cool, some of the kids on his team. Um, you know, they actually went there as well. So it wasn't planned. We mm-hmm. didn't talk about it, but we ended up seeing them. And so, you know, we ended up kind of hanging out with them for a little bit. So that was pretty cool uh, on Saturday. And then Sunday, I uh, actually went to church for the first time in a long time. So that was pretty cool. You know, the pandemic and with having young kids, um, that's something that I hadn't really been able to do, mm-hmm. um, I would say, as of late. Um, but the people who married Brooke and I, uh, the husband anyway, it's a it's a couple, they did like our therapy, um, you know, beforehand. Um, and they go to this church and they've been asking about the kids. They hit us up during the holidays and say, hey, they would like to see the kids. They've never met my daughter, but they've seen my son before. So uh, we went up there and you know what? They weren't even there. <laughs> so that sucked. I think, I don't know exactly how the communication was, but uh, but that, that sucked. But we was able to go to church. The kids loved it. Uh, they was running around dancing and you know, it, it was it was funny, man. It was funny. It was Shit, funny. I remember when when I was growing up in church, the kids didn't sit in the main area. They oh had yeah, a whole different yeah, children's divi- church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no such kid. You couldn't sit up there unless you could sit still. Yeah. Be quiet and yeah. pay attention. You couldn't even go to sleep. <laughs> uh-huh. no, that's At least true. that's how it was for me. Yeah, the church I grew up in. I mean, it's the same thing, but you know, I mean, I guess for this particular one, especially nowadays, a little. I don't even know if I would like. 
want to have oh, my yeah, kids no, put no, away no, like no. that. Like, I don't even no, think when, that. When, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I just said when I was growing up. I yeah. didn't say like nowadays. Yeah. Every, yeah. When I was growing up, we can go outside and you be gone True. for hours. Now, my daughter can't even open the front door without saying, <laughs> hello, yeah. I'm going outside to take the dog outside. Yeah, yeah. So we live in a different world. Yeah. Things are different. I get that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it was cool. Went to church Sunday. Um, that was pretty cool. Like I said, the kids, they were just doing flips in the pews and doing all this going crazy, but it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, they had a good time. Uh, they already asked they, they want to go back again, so we'll definitely be going back again. Um, the other part of Sunday sucked because my 49ers lost um, to the Eagles. You know, it was just uh, it was terrible. The game just was a letdown. Our quarterback got hurt, you know, second drive. Dang. Yeah, and it was just uh, – it was on our, we was already on our third-string quarterback and then put our fourth-string quarterback in there, and then he got hurt. And then so we had to put the our third string back in, and he had tore his this muscle in his elbow, and so he couldn't even throw the ball. It was just, it was weird, man. It looked like it was like movie stuff, man. It just looked like I don't know. It was crazy. But anyway, we lost. I accept well, my loss. So yeah. it, it is what it is. I was really looking forward to because I was going to go to the Super Bowl. You know, so that, that was the actual you know thing I was looking forward to. And since they didn't win, I'm not going. So. You know, that's cool. I can well, use Washu Bowl this time and not have a team to cheer for. Let's look on the bright side of things. Okay. What's the bright side of that? What, what could be the bright side of, of the team losing? Come on now. You got to stay positive. How you going to preach gospel and, oh, and, and, you know, like positivity and speaking? Oh, I'm a positive person. I just yeah. said, I mean, you're, Anyways, football, your team lost. I mean, the season's over. But right. I don't even follow football. But what I saw from it was now there's two black quarterbacks. That's playing the in the Super Bowl. That's true. That's true. That's true. In the month of Black History Month, ah, I mean. Okay. <laughs> that is true. This is the that first. That is like. This is the first Super Bowl you have two starting black quarterbacks. You know, shout out what? to Patrick Mahomes, who's like exactly. a creative player. And then shout out to Jalen Hurts, man. I love I, mean, I love both of them, their stories, man. And they're definitely. That's uh, great news to me. Yeah, I mean, especially, I, I remember, obviously, I don't follow the, follow, follow the 49ers and all the other football teams. However, you know. Yeah. Sure, no, that's that's that's, that's, that's definitely no. That's, that is dope. <laughs> that is dope. That is real dope. I mean, like I said, I know especially the quarterback position is looked at as a position that you have to be smart. You have to know all these plays. You have mm-hmm. to be the leader of the team. And a lot of times, I know growing up, you know they wouldn't they wouldn't let a a, a black guy, uh, you know, a black athlete become quarterback because they didn't think we were smart enough to do that. Mm-hmm. So now that uh, we're in a position where you know we actually have quite a few uh, black quarterbacks in the league, and we're actually having you know, to, you know, play on the highest level, which is the Super Bowl this year. Exactly. So that's that's dope. That is dope. So that's a good consolation prize for, for my for my team. I'll it's take that. Win. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, but that well, was cool. So, you know, that was pretty much my weekend. Um, what about you? What did you do this past weekend? Um, so my daughter, she had testing to get into the STEM program at one of the schools in Chesapeake. So I dropped her off for that. That's like a three hour test. So in the okay. um in between time I took my youngest two to iCloud, or I think they call it DiFi, DiFi, something DeFi, like that. DeFi, DeFi, yeah. That's the, the so trampoline part, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 went there. They jumped, then we grabbed some lunch, and then we went, and I think by the time I got to the parking lot, she walked out the school probably like 15 minutes after because she couldn't use her phone during the testing period, so um, I had to kind of gauge when to come get her. Okay. Yeah, it was time, so I kind of knew the max, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of creatively okay. thought, like, okay, 
this is how much time I think she's gonna take. And I so was, what was so when you got there, how long? On. Like you was pretty. I mean, close? she yeah, she walked out like 10, 15 minutes later. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's it was perfect. Okay. It was that's perfect. By the time she came to the car, like we were good. The kids okay. was chilling. Yeah, it was it was actually pretty good. So then uh, we went home. And then, of course, you know, every Sunday is dedicated to volleyball, so yeah. we do that every week. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much all I did. I, I know I was supposed to go out of town, but that didn't end up happening. Yeah, um, I remember saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that didn't end up happening, um, but there was some sick sickness involved in that situation, so I'm not trying to get sick. I've had enough sick days this yeah, year. Yeah. I don't, I don't, already yeah. this year, I don't need any more. Yeah, this is the time that a lot of folks get sick. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know I, I caught a little bug during during Christmas. So did my family. So yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. want to try to avoid that. I mean, winter is almost over. You know, almost. Um, actually, the, the groundhog. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, we had Groundhog's Day yesterday, mm-hmm. and I saw that the uh, little groundhog saw a shadow. So what that means is that you know we got six more weeks of winter. But I will say this: I'm pretty sure you could probably agree that this winter's been relatively warm. Yeah. Like you know, I mean it. It had you know it hadn't been like. We didn't get Summer. a snow day, period. Yeah, no I snow mean, so far. One day, I remember. It was that Saturday I mentioned last time where we had some flurries We that had came some down. flurries, yeah. but I, literally it lasted like 20 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't and very long. And nothing stuck. Yeah. And by the, I, put it like this. I walked into the nail salon. It had flurries. By the time I left, nothing. Yeah. It, was, it almost looked like it didn't even happen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, this wasn't, winter. Wasn't this, cold yeah. at all. Yeah, this winter, like I said, I mean, it's. You know, because I work out in the morning, like, so I go to the gym, like, 5, 5.30 in the morning. And so um, there's been a handful of times where I had to, like, warm my car up because it's really cold and, like, knock the frost off. But I know in most other winters, it's, like, every day it's like that. And it hasn't been that way. And even, like, in the afternoon time frame, I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, my kids like to play outside. So in our backyard, we have, like, a play set and everything. I can't – normally in the wintertime, you're not outside playing, you know. I mean? But this winter, I mean, we've been outside, you know, I would say at least – twice a week you know mm-hmm. outside when they get out of school so that just attests to the weather actually being a little bit warmer than um you know than then than i would think the winter would normally be yeah. So, yeah 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 and then outside of that i mean monday and tuesday my kids didn't have school but yeah the daycare was open so you know what i did i dropped carter off at daycare son, yeah. on monday and tuesday yeah. and you know it was just house full of women <laughs> 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 during the school day on monday and tuesday yeah um and then I had to I had a meeting with my oldest um, daughter's uh, principal on Monday because there was some crazy stuff that happened at the school. So basically, I think I mentioned this last time. My daughter has a locker. This is the first time she's had a locker due to the pandemic. When the pandemic started, she was going into I think the sixth grade. So okay, that first year obviously I was, she was at home, so she didn't need a locker if she's at home, right? Yeah. The very following year. That was kind of like when they eased the students back into school. So they tried to eliminate things that weren't a hundred percent necessary that to to stop some of the germs from spreading. Spreading. So I, they felt like, okay, we don't need the the students like at the lockers, you know, around each other. Yeah. Because you know how that goes. Oh yeah. We yeah. all know how it goes, right? Yeah. So she didn't have it. Seventh grade. So this year was the first year that she had it. Well. They're only allowed to go into their lockers at the beginning of the day, at lunch, and at the end of the day. So, okay. realistically, you don't even, I mean, yeah, you don't what really do you need use, a locker, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what she would do is, I, I, I can understand how she was thinking outside the box. You know how long it, sometimes it could take you to 
open up a locker. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to sit there. You got to do the combo. The code, yeah, right. yeah. So, so what she would do is, is she would put the lock on. She'll make it look like it was locked, but she wouldn't lock it all the way. Okay. And so I guess that was against school policy. Okay. And on the announcements, they were saying, hey, make sure your lockers are secured. And in her mind, she was like, well, I got a lock on there. It's secure. But she wasn't thinking like, okay, it needs to be like, locking it? yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they went and zip tied her locker, but didn't notify the parents. Didn't say anything. Didn't. There was nothing. I'm like, okay, okay. First, my first question was, okay, well, where's her lock? If it wasn't locked, you didn't have to cut it off. Where's the lock? Nobody knows. Then her Chromebook was in the locker. We did find that, but then she also had some like miscellaneous stuff like Clorox wipes and little stuff in her locker. You know, little cute stuff. Nothing. And I'm like, okay, you guys have cameras. And the principal had the nerve to tell me that they don't have the time to look. I was like, what? For real? Yes. Yes. Crazy. Yes. And I was like, okay. Yeah, these so, public schools, man, I don't know. I mean, public schools, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a, like I said, I'm just going to. Yeah. I mean, I can't, so it's not all public schools, but certain, like, certain areas, yeah. man, like, the leadership, so like, some of, of the stuff, like, they be saying, like, it, it don't even make sense, man. That That's. That's not how you should handle so we that type of situation. So we were communicating via email, right? And, you know, I was expressing my concerns and, you know, telling telling the, the principal, like, look, mm-hmm. these are my concerns. I feel like you guys should notify the parents. Y'all yeah. tell us about everything else. When somebody's doing something wrong, you tell us. Yeah. But you don't want to tell us about the locker situation. Yeah. Anyways, and I always try to play devil's advocate because I understand that they're middle schoolers, so yeah. you got to hold them accountable to a certain extent. Great. Got it. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, oh, well, if you want to speak further, come meet me in person. I get to the school. He's unavailable. <laughs> so I had to just meet with another principal. Oh, so you like, didn't meet with the person that you no, were talking to? That's I was crazy. like, oh, okay, because I was about That's to go in on him. <laughs> he probably knew it was coming. That's why he, he made did. sure he made sure he won't dare. He made sure he was not available. Man. Is this a brother, too, or yep. not? Dang, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yes, Terrible. and I can be pretty mean, <laughs> but politely, uh, you know. Nice, nasty, as they call it. Yeah, yeah. nice, nasty. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yes. that's the term. Yeah, nice, nasty. I can do that very, very well. <laughs> that's a skill set. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is a skill set. Somebody so can put you in your place, but yeah. you like don't even feel like it's like that crazy. Correct. But you, but because I'm not gonna be all yeah. you know crazy and ghetto and all that stuff. Yeah. But yes, that's what happened at the school. Let me know what you guys think, because that's, to me, it was just uncalled for. But yeah. um, after that, let's see what, I had a dentist appointment, um, cleaned my car out, let's see what else I did. I think that's it, pretty much it. I mean, Monday and Tuesday with the kids, man. Yeah. You know, when they're home, it's kind of like, I'm limited. Yeah. Yeah, I lead up, my, I mean, my kids. Kids already didn't... got you on lockdown when they ain't in school, it's even more. Yeah, yeah. My kids, they didn't. I mean, they they were in school Monday and Tuesday, so they weren't out. So that was just business as usual. Um, I will say Tuesday we had an event. Uh, well, not an event. We had a training here. It's in uh, one of my buddies, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. every, the last couple of weeks, uh, they've used our office, our conference room for their training. So you know, I was there with them yep. um, for that. So that was pretty cool, just to kind of, you know, they're getting some good information to put out there in the market. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, Wednesday was a pretty busy day. Um, Wednesday, I went on a Langley Air Force Base, so I have an agent I work with. Um, she just got out of the military last year, and um, you know, so she has still some pretty 
strong ties to a lot of folks there on Langley Air Force Base because that's where she was stationed at. Um, so she uh, and myself went on base and spoke to about 15 to 20 current active duty members uh, about the VA loan. So mm -hmm. we were able to go into detail you know, about some things that they didn't know about it, uh, which was pretty cool because they felt like, you know, they were like, oh, a lot of them were like, man, I wish I'd have known this, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. or, you know, a couple years ago because they would have done things a little bit differently, you know, being able to leverage that VA benefit, you know, especially. Yeah, because they don't, they don't train them on that. Correct. They give them the information. That's what they the said. Details. They give them, like, the basic information about right. it. And like you said, they said a lot of the stuff that they know about the VA loan is just through hearsay. Yeah. And that's the thing I said, hey, you know, just because cause what, what will happen is somebody will use their VA loan once mm -hmm. and then they'll try to buy it a second, another one. And let's say they're over their entitlement amount. So then they don't use mm -hmm. they don't use VA they go a different route. So then they start spreading out. Hey, you can't use your VA, but more just but one time. And then, yeah. you know, they say, you know, bad news or incorrect news travels faster than the truth. Oh, right. So, trust me, yeah. So that's a lot. That's, so we was having a lot of conversations with them with the folks there just kind of like re having them re-understand how the VA loan works mm -hmm. which was very enlightening for them and I love that I love to educate people man that's something like I don't know if I have the patience of a teacher but I like teaching people you know in, in the setting of of that right yeah. so um, it was pretty cool like you, I said on but I was gonna say you like a lecture but not oh even lecture give it that. yeah I, do. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even give it that term because I mean even a lecture can go span over time you yeah. like to come in form there you inform there you go that's a good way to say it. yeah yeah i do i do and in peace yeah yeah call yeah. me if you got yeah, any further go. details yeah exactly <laughs> like how they say like a babysitter who come watches the kids but then like they love kids and they watch them but hey they ain't got to put they ain't got to stay there yeah they don't want them. Like, yeah, they, they don't just, want to have kids yeah, they just you know yeah, come visit yours yeah, it's great when yeah, i'm there yeah, and then yeah, it's they like can I'm leave out. and not yeah exactly so same type of situation <laughs> exactly. but uh but yeah now that was really dope man we literally were there for two hours when we talked for like an hour and then after or hour we just had each person almost every single person there come up to us and you know ask us questions and have one-offs and things of that nature and so we already have a couple of people that are you know we're gonna follow up with so it's That's it was cool. good that was really That's really cool um you know like i said and, and honestly most of the folks in there were folks that looked like me as mm -hmm. well so that was also pretty dope as well um but yes yeah, and also on wednesday um the fed actually came out and raised the rate a quarter of a point which is really good um you know they've been consistently raising it three-fourths of a point um for the previous months and then last time they actually raised it a, a half a point so this time um, they're only raising it a quarter. So that tells you that, you know, as Powell said, I mean, things are, are moving, in the, right moving in the right direction. You know, we're having that soft landing. Um, I've seen, I saw rates positively uh, respond on that day and yesterday. So mm -hmm. that was really good. Um, so, you know, right now, I mean, I'm even locking, you know, some VA purchases, you know, depending on the credit score in the fives, which is really, really good. So starting to see that, you know, become a norm again. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I mean, the market is definitely heading in the direction that, you know, that we would like for it to be um, coming out of, you know, where we just came from, I would say the last maybe, you know, six to eight months ago. Yep. So yep. Um, excited about that. Uh, yesterday also um, had an ODU game, took a couple of agents that I work with uh, out. You know, it's typically yep. something I do every year. It's kind of like a, an appreciation where we go out, you know, check out ODU, uh, watch a game. It was a really good game. They played against JMU. Um, close game. They lost by, I think it was five or six points. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was cool. We had a great time. You know, uh, they enjoyed themselves. I did as well. Um, also, yesterday was funny. I took um, my son. He had his basketball pictures. So right before I went to the uh, the ODU game, I took him for his basketball pictures. And uh, 
it was cool, man, just seeing him, you know, with his with his teammates mm-hmm. and taking him taking his individual picture. And he has this smile, man, where he tucks his top lip in. I've tried to a couple of times I tried to get him to stop doing it because it looks like he just kind of looked funny a little bit. But I'm like, hey, man, that's just that's just the look that he has right now when he smiles, man. So I'm, I'm gonna let him do what he want to do. But it was just funny, man. He was smiling so Here's hard. Those pictures at his wedding. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> I'm gonna get him on that one for sure. But uh, but yeah, it, it was cool. This week, like I said, was pretty busy um, professionally and personally. So you know, it, it went by pretty quickly. So I'm just excited. Uh, for all the good uh, news that's coming in the market, and then also just, uh, you know, things going on personally. It's been pretty cool. Yes. So, what I saw, I mean, this is, you know, more more, uh, celebrity news. So, Uh I thought that this was a really, really um, interesting topic. So, recently I saw, and you know, we always talk about, like, saving and what it means to save and how important it is to save. So, Chad Ochocinco, said that he saved <laughs> like what 80 something percent yeah, I saw that. of his NFL checks by wearing fake jewelry and flying spirit. Oh my god. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Now, how you feel about that? I mean, it's one of them things <laughs> where it's like to each his own. So I get I it though. I'm I'm not front flying spirit, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not flying spirit either. Like I don't care. Like that's just not it. But I mean I think he was mainly more talking about like he flies commercial versus flying privately. Like so, so the amount yeah. of money he's made, he could fly private. Oh, you yeah. know, which a lot of people who are that affluent do. Yeah. Um, but he was like, "Hey, it's why he's like I I cause I seen him say he's like, I'm getting to the same place. Like it don't like all that luxury stuff for that short funny. period of time. Like why am I gonna pay all that type of money? Like I'd rather just pay whatever it is just to get me from A to B. So I I get it. Like and also I get it too. Like you know. When you have, like, when people know you have money, right, mm-hmm. you don't have to wear all this extravagant things because, like, who are you impressing? Like, you're not impressing anybody. People already know you have it, so why, like, you just trying to look like yep. a certain thing? Like, yep. you know, so I get it. Now, as far as, as far as wearing fake stuff, like, I don't know about that. Now, I, I am a person who, um, you know, I, I did have a moment where, you know, once I started to be successful in my career, mm-hmm. I would buy things that I really couldn't afford, you know, clothing and stuff to try to fit with, you know, what was going on around me. And it's me. okay if you do it sometimes. But yeah. you can, it's hard to keep up that lifestyle. Correct, and, correct, and, correct. And I think yeah. that's ultimately what he was trying to say. Like, correct. I don't have to keep up with this lifestyle. Exactly. I'm pretty sure he has a real role. I'm, or or maybe he, he spends his money in cars. You never know what his... Um, yeah, his vices. His, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I get what he's saying. Like, okay, there's no need to impress all these people by buying all this expensive jewelry when I can go to Claire's and get something that looks just as good. Correct. Correct. Like, I don't know about like. Claire's. Yeah, I look. Listen, I, I, get, Claire's, I get you that. can go there and get, I get fake you. Like, I, like, like for with me, the, the real gold, like, you know, the, the stem. Yeah, I feel you know you. what I'm talking about, right? I I, I, no, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I'm just, I, I'm just telling you. Where it doesn't me. affect your ears, but it's flashy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your ears ain't well, to green. Me, to me, but... I guess I look at it like this. Like, I don't know how. I, I mean, I get what Chad was saying, like I said, when it comes to that. But to me, I would just rather not do it, right? Instead of like wearing something to still have the appeal of like being flashy. Yeah. Like, just not be flashy then. Like, if that, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd just rather like, like for me, like a lot of the stuff I wear, you know, I have you know I have a nice watch. I have like a nice, I like nice things, but like I don't have like a whole bunch of clothes and shoes and stuff and like all this name brand crazy stuff. Like, I mean, to me, is that's it's no point. Like, yeah. it's no point at all. You know what I yeah. mean? I'd rather have a nice house, a nice car, you know. And I mean, that's pretty much the extent of it. Like, you know, I mean, just quality stuff here and there. But 
nothing to the degree of like having to wear like these big chains and all that stuff because i mean that to me is just yeah it's, it's and it's no. funny because i used to work in an establishment where chad would visit visit uh, quite often mm-hmm. and how he how you guys see him on tv that's how he is for real yeah he ain't faking he ain't from oh no I, I know i mean yeah <laughs> I, I i know you some some people you could just tell like i mean I, I don't know him personally but just knowing how he was on the football field uh-huh. and his personality like i even say something else i don't know if you saw this about that same interview but he was talking about because he has i think he just recently got engaged or got married and then um he has you know a couple of different children with different women mm-hmm. and so he's, he said that uh he was very strategic on the women that he would have children with um, he said that they had to be athletic so he was like because he's very athletic and he said that you know a lot of times men go after the women that look like a certain way or, or whatever he was like you know he wanted his kids his offspring to possess certain qualities and, and one of them was athletic so he was like you wonder he was, he was it was funny he used to be the joke he was like you wonder why your kid is, isn't athletic or they looking around don't know what's going on when you're you know having children with these women who aren't athletic so he was like you know he was like he was looking at their highlight tapes these women and stuff like that like that's how he sought out who he was going to have children with but i, I don't even just, know who he has children with i don't either i mean i know I the either. recent girl because she's in real estate yeah, but yeah, she was it. a selling selling Tampa. Yeah, yeah but that Tampa. I mean that's yeah. that's as, as far the as I go. Now. Yeah, and then I know yeah. he dated the girl on um one of those yeah. shows. I don't keep I up with that stuff. But I just know the interview. He said, he, I, like I said, he said he has. And, and the only reason why of, I know that is because remember she said that she got abused by him. Yeah, that's, he say headbutted her or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so that's yeah. the reason why I know that. But uh, outside of that relationships, yeah, he's private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless that other person is a celebrity, I think that. Yeah, you know, yeah. He said he he just basically said that, like that's that he has a, a type funny. of person that he likes to have. Everybody got a with, type. So, yeah. <laughs> My cousin he got a type. I'm, he got a type so hard that his ex wife and his girlfriend they could be twins. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's when crazy. I look at them, I'm like, oh my gosh! But oh, yeah, some people crazy. just got types. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But anyway, so moving on. Um, Next, we're going to go into the segment of exercise your knowledge. So if you are listening to this for the first time, what we like to do is ask a question at the beginning of the segment that is mortgage related. We want you to think about the answer to this question. Keep it at the back of your mind as we continue on today's topic. And then later on in the segment, we'll reveal the answer. So today's exercise your knowledge. This is going to be strictly for your FHA loans. Um, if a person is selling a recently flipped property, how many days must the new buyer, so the person who's purchasing in the home, wait before they can purchase the property? Okay. That's a good question. I've, uh, I've had this come up plenty before, of times, you know, on <laughs> just deals I'm doing. And then even personally, you know, with me being an investor, Um, especially here in Hampton Roads because a lot of there's a lot of investors there's a lot of you know military so there's always that constant real estate moving in and out turnovers people moving out people trying to rehab people trying to get in the industry so this is a really good thing to know especially if you live in a community like it is here in Hampton Roads absolutely absolutely so we'll reveal that answer here shortly. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so speaking of renovation loans, right? Mm-hmm. 
um, today's topic is going to be on renovation loans. So we wanted to kind of go over some of the unique circumstances on how you can purchase a home and um, fix it up pretty much. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many different products out there. So we're going to touch base on um, three different products today. And those are your more popular um, product types for most people. So that's why we kind of wanted to narrow it down mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, today we're going to talk about the conventional loan. We're going to talk about the FHA loan and the VA loan and how you can utilize the renovation um, uh, portion of those types of loans. So let's start off with conventional. Okay. Uh, well, actually, explain what a renovation loan is. Yeah, so a, a renovation loan is when you're purchasing a home that needs work or that you want to have work done to that home and you could actually have those costs of that renovation financed into the loan mm -hmm. because the way it typically works when you're purchasing a home is that the has house to has to be ready. yeah the house has to be in a certain condition that when we put a mortgage against the home the likelihood of you paying it back is high because of the condition of the home right so we're using that that piece of property excuse me, as collateral, right? So if there's like holes in the wall, electrical issues, plumbing issues, heating and cooling issues, foundation. you know, we're going to want though, yeah, foundation things, we're going to want to have those things completed prior to us issuing a mortgage for a buyer to utilize that loan to purchase that home. Correct. But with the renovation piece, it allows you to be able to actually close on the home in the condition that it may have one of those or a couple of those issues um, that need to be uh, repaired or you know completed, and you could still have the financing aspect of the renovation added into the purchase cost, and, and like I said, be able to still buy the home in its current condition, get those things completed, and then you know Jump everyone's right happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and also I just want to add this: you don't necessarily have to. Um, use the renovation loan for something that is considered um, unhabitable, like with holes in the walls and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You can utilize the renovation loan if, let's say, you know, you want to make upgrades. Let's say the mm -hmm. kitchen is in perfect shape, but it's it's from the 90s, you know. You could definitely use utilize the renovation loan for some of those types of repairs. Absolutely. Now, with a conventional loan, um, I know for me, I get a lot of first-time home buyers. I get a lot of people who, you know, don't really want to bring a whole lot of money to the table, right? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about in the past where you got to have a down payment, you got to have money for your down payment, got to have money for your closing costs. Those are two separate things, right? Now, a lot of the grant programs that are out there, they assist you with down payment, but they don't assist you with down payment when you're interested in, in these renovation loans. Correct. Um, what the lender wants to see is that you're willing to invest into something they're, that they're also willing to invest into. Absolutely. So they are going to require for you to make a down payment. Now, with conventional, you can make, for first-time home buyers, as little as a down payment is 3% for mm -hmm. your renovation loan. However, for everyone else, it's going to be a 5 to 15%. Correct. This is for all your one-unit properties. So when I say one-unit, I'm talking about a single-family home, a townhome, a condo. This does not include any multi-units, two units, three units, four units. Those are, you can pretty much count those out. Um, but you can utilize the renovation loan for your primary residence. If you're looking to purchase a second home, 
or even if you want to renovate an investment property. But obviously, and that's depending key. on... That's key. I want to I wanna just make sure that you heard that. So like Sophia said, when it comes to purchasing a home, we have to disposition it in one of those three areas, right? So you're either going to buy it for your primary use, mm -hmm. uh, for a second home, meaning you're going to occupy the property just a handful of times or not as much as you are occupying a primary residence throughout the year. But, you know, you can utilize that home as a second home or an investment property. So you could actually do the renovation loan for either one of those products. I think a lot of folks think that they can only use it just for your primary purchase, mm -hmm. but you can actually use it for the second home or investment property. But I just want to make sure. With conventional. Yeah, with conventional. With the Strictly conventional with loan. conventional. Yeah, I just want to make sure that you <laughs> make sure folks do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, there are going to be limitations to um, how much you can spend because there are underneath that conventional loan product, there's two different types of renovation loans that you can utilize. One is your limited, which I mean, in the in the name, it says limited. So uh, right off bat, I think, okay, there's a limit somewhere in there, right? Correct. And then we have standard. So if you're looking to renovate your home and you go with the limited um, portion or the limited product, that particular product has a $35,000 max and you can't do any type of structural work or, mm -hmm. you know, you can't knock down any structural walls or anything like that in that type of renovation. Um, in your standard, there's no real, like, um, max that you can spend. However, any renovation loan that you, that you complete or that you have or that you're interested in, um, whatever renovation cost that you may have in the sales price of the property, we have to make sure that your home will value um, higher than or at what those two costs would be put together. Correct. Yeah, and that's key. Just want to make sure I reiterate that. So, because um, I think people may think that, hey, I'm buying a house, you know, in the condition that it's in, uh, and then when I I can just get basically Whatever a blank check. Yeah. yeah, I can write for that for this for the standard um, renovation conventional loan. I can just get whatever amount in there as long as I qualify for it as far as, you know, debt to income wise, I can get it. But no, that's not how it works. No. Like essentially when we putting the cost for acquiring the property and the cost for renovation, that home needs to be worth those those two, two. things added together. Mm -hmm. And then again, after that, you're putting that 3% down payment on that final amount. So when you add up the amount that you're buying the house for and the renovation cost, because we're going to all predetermine that. We're going to be able to find that out before you actually before close you on the home. Before you even close on a property, yeah. we're going to have an appraiser, you yeah. know, take a look at the comps in to, your area. Yeah, give us a subject to appraisal. Yep. They'll be able to tell us, okay, hey, once these things, because they're going to be able to see, hey, what work is going to be done. Yep. And they're going to say, okay, once these things are completed, this is the value of what your home will be. And so there, there has to be enough room. And that could also dictate some of the things, because I've done these before where, um, you know, a person has gotten a bid on work that they wanted to get done and let's say the the bid was thirty thousand dollars right mm -hmm. but once we got that appraisal and seeing that there wasn't enough room when you add how much they're under contract for excuse me and also how much the uh renovation. the work that they want to do let's say there's only room for twenty thousand and they have to kind of go through and look at that and bid eliminate and eliminate some of, some of those things to make sure that they're in line with what that subject to value is so you want to yes. make sure that um you know that that you're aware of that and that the key obviously in that situation is being able to get a good enough deal up front on the Correct. initial purchase that if you lock that price in at a good at a good at a good amount then it leaves more room for that renovation cost in there exactly yeah. exactly and you know speaking of the bids right 
we are going to want to see two itemized bids. And when I say itemized, I really mean itemized. Yeah. So we want to know every job, a breakdown of what's in in um what's a part of the job yeah, so like details. yeah the mm -hmm. details of the yeah. job and then how much the contractor is charging you for each um detail of that job yeah so it has to be very um detailed um itemized obviously and that will give us the opportunity to um, start to eliminate things if that's needed so then that way it's it's a little bit easier to kind of dictate what how much things cost um for your renovation correct correct and we need two two of those bids so you're going to reach out to two separate contractors they have to have their class a or class b license now can't be family can't be yeah can't, nope, can't be a family yeah, member can't be your cousin and them nope. your uncle who know how to do this and fully do that. licensed yeah yep insured insured yep yep, yep. and <laughs> now um, sometimes for the for the conventional aspect, they will allow you to use a Class C um, license, but that's only if you're doing like cosmetic Smaller, work. Like let's yeah, say work. you want your floors done, yeah. then they may allow it, obviously with approval. Yeah. But for the most part, they do want to see your Class A, Class B contractors out there because those particular contractors can actually build a home from the ground up. So. Correct. Um, they would prefer <laughs> yeah. someone who can do that. And what's the credit requirement on that one? Do you know? Um, I I'm believe. Quizzing you a six eighty. No, 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 no. It's a yeah. It's a six eighty yeah. for um, your W two employees. But okay. It's a seven hundred if you're self employed. Okay. Ha. There you go. Okay. Look. All right. All right. Look, I, I, you were the one with the hesitation in your voice. I had to think about it. Okay. I was in the middle of something, and you was like trying to, to you know, quiz yeah, me. I'm, I'm just like, seeing, seeing if you, seeing if you know what you're talking about. That's all. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the conventional one. I mean, that's yep. that's pretty much summed up the conventional. Also, oh wait, let me let me say this. So there are going to be um, supplemental origination costs. Because there is going to be costs associated because when you close on this property, there's still work to be done. There has to be someone who's going to um, give the draws to the contractor or like these sub payments and um, someone who's working yeah, someone that who's account actually gonna go afterwards. Out. So there are extra fees that are included in this type of purchase. So Correct. you have to be ready for those. Correct. And um, we also calculate 10 to 20% of the total repair cost, huh? I said as a, as a contingency. Yeah, 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 for any unforeseen repair. So you also yeah. have to be, um, if you see any extra cost in there or any, um, basically like like a little, oh, what would you call it? Like a, it's not an account. It's like a. It's an escrow account. Is it, is yeah, it an escrow? Yeah, it's like an escrow account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you, you may see on your closing disclosure where there's this large little lump sum of money um, and you're like, well, where is this money going? Well. Yeah. That particular chunk of funds are for any unforeseen repairs or any cost overrun because yeah. you think about it, when you do everything up front, you know, the price of the materials may be one thing, but the, in the meantime, in between time, things can inflate. Obviously, we talk about inflation all the time. Yeah. So if those costs happen, if materials happen to go up, at least you have some funds put to the side to kind of accommodate those costs. Absolutely. So you so nothing is coming out of pocket for the buyer. That's right. Yeah. We prepare for that type of thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'll let you take on the FHA loan. <laughs> oh yeah. So FHA um 
It's also better known as the 203K mm -hmm. uh, rehab loan. I would say that one's probably the more popular, popular one. one. That's the one I yeah. see done the most um, just yes. because of the credit requirement being a 640. So it does open it up for a, a lot more folks. And um, the interest rates are probably a little bit better. Yeah, interest a little bit better. Um, now, I will say there is a price adjustment on the interest rate for all different types of renovation loans mm -hmm. because of the, the risk. risk that's involved. Um, you're not just going to get whatever that standard rate is, right? So there is an adjustment in rate because of, you know, the, the nuance that's mm -hmm. involved when it comes to the 203K or just the renovation piece in itself. So what's the credit requirement for FHA, Brian? Oh, I said it's 640. Oh. Yeah, it's 640. Yeah, you must listening. not be listening, yeah. So obviously it's the same, um, just like a regular FHA loan, uh, it's a 3.5% down. That's how our borrowers are. Yeah, they don't be listening. <laughs> yeah, they don't be listening. They don't be listening. <laughs> But it's a it's it's a three and a half percent down payment, just like it is on um, your regular FHA loan that mm -hmm. doesn't have the renovation piece in it. So it's the same thing as far as that goes. Um, there's also a max when it comes to the amount that you can borrow. It's thirty five thousand. So very similar to the the limited conventional version of um, the renovation loan. But there's and, no max for standard. Uh huh? There's yeah. There's no yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. There's there's no max for actual standard two or three K loan. So, so like. That, so Sophia just like said, the conventional, yes, two different there's types. There's two different types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very similar with the thirty-five thousand with the limited version, and then there's no max for the standard version. But always keep in mind that the house appraisal, that subject to appraise amount, um, has to be in line with whatever the acquisition cost is, and also those rehab costs together. You know, lesser the down payment. And all well. other rules apply. So they want to see a Class A, Class B contractor. Yep. Um, obviously, there's going to be supplemental origination costs that are included, and there's also going to be um, separate funds for reserves for that's your right. unforeseen costs. Now, the one that's a little bit different, uh, oh, and also the FHA, did, did you mention that it was owner-occupied? It has to be owner-occupied? I didn't mention that, but yeah, just like yeah. Uh, any FHA. Yeah, FHA um, doesn't allow any type of investment or second-home products, so it's yeah. across the board, any product under FHA. Yeah, FHA, yeah. you definitely have to, the intent has to be to occupy that property. Correct, yep. correct. Now, the one that's a little bit different, um, but not really that much different, is the VA um, renovation loan. Yeah. Um, this particular one is also only for owner-occupied properties. Correct. The um, credit re credit score requirement is a 640, yep. just like FHA, um, but the max repair cost is 50K. Yeah. And they don't allow you to do anything structural. Correct. With the VA loan. So um, they also require only a Class A and Class B contractor they don't even allow a class c yeah. to uh complete the repairs but like we said in the beginning no matter which product you decide to move forward with it cannot be done by a family member <laughs> so if you're right. even if you're your i get asked that a lot too every time i do one of these fully, renovation loans yes. they try to save money in that way they got somebody who they know whose family yep. who can do the work mm -hmm. for this reduced price but no nah, we can't yes. We can't have you get the hookup on that one. That's not That's how correct. it goes. Yeah. That's correct. Even yeah. if your cousin is fully licensed, they do it all the time. Yeah. Then. Yeah, we still can't have we family. We still do can't it. have family yeah. do it. Yeah. Just because of the, the of the dynamic interest. of how that can go. Yeah. yeah. And the conflict of interest. Yeah. Yes, we don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lender doesn't want to be in in the middle of anything like that. They correct. feel like if you do if you do your work with someone who is unknown. The, the, it's yeah, a realistic expectation yeah, that yeah. is set between you two as opposed to when it's family, you know how that goes. Those lines are blurred for sure. Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, that's the 203K FHA renovation, VA renovation, conventional renovation, loan types. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted so, to talk to you about it today just because, um, I mean, I've started to see them, you know, a lot more, I would yeah. say. Um, there's a lot more opportunities now with where the market is to be able to buy something maybe that's not necessarily uh, in the condition that we would normally be able to lend. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there is still that opportunity for you to purchase it as long as you have that rehab or renovation piece attached to it. So Correct. we want to make sure you knew the ins and outs of it because um, it can get confusing, especially if you haven't done it. And honestly, it's there are more steps involved. You know, it's not this is not your traditional way to purchase a home. It's not. Um, so there are, you know, more inspections involved, um, higher costs that are involved as mm -hmm. well. But all in all, you're able to secure a property that needs work. And then you're right. also able to get that work done and finance. So it's not mm -hmm. like you're having to come out of your pocket and have those things uh, paid for by yourself, right? So you are going to pay it, you know, with interest, right? Because mm -hmm. it's going to be attached and you'll have that mortgage. But um, at least it's allow you to be able to do the things that you uh, would like to be done on these homes and not just not buy them because of the condition that they're currently in. Correct. Yeah. And, it, and just as a friendly reminder, if you're interested in any um, down payment assistance programs, they do not apply to these types of loans. Correct. Those programs yeah, you will have some skin to in the something game. that, yeah. Yeah. That is moving ready. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. Otherwise, you are making a down payment towards these different products. Correct. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> correct. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed the segment on the renovation loans. Um, more specifically, even the 203K, which is the most popular of the three. Yeah. Um, but it's now it's time to move on to the answer of exercise your knowledge. So if you're just now joining um, the exercise your knowledge question was given at the beginning of the segment, and we asked a mortgage-related question. Um, with that question, we gave you time to kind of think about the answer, and now we're going to go ahead and reveal the answer. So with the question, I mean, the question for today was, for, and this applies since we're on the subject of, you know, renovation, and since 203K is the most popular, we felt like, okay, let's ask the FHA-related question. So this is strictly for FHA loans. If there's a person that's selling a recently pro uh, flipped property, how many days must the new buyer wait before they can purchase uh, uh, that property? Want to do a drum roll? Yeah, All drum right, roll. Drum. All right, the answer is 90 days. 90 days. Yeah, so three months in most cases, but 90 days to be exact, yes. uh, that a person would have to wait before they can uh, purchase. Or purchase that mm -hmm. particular home. Yeah. And so me as an investor, I actually have this happen um, before where, you know, I bought a house, I fixed it up and I put it on the market. Then the offer that we got was from a buyer who had FHA financing. And I didn't know this at first. And so I took the offer. But what happened is once they do a title search, right? So once that buyer mm -hmm. um, who is, uh, you know, purchasing that home that's been fixed up, uh, once their their mortgage company or once that settlement company, their closing company that they're using does a title search and they can see that the last time the title was transferred was less than 90 days from this new contract date, um, then it poses an issue where we're not able to continue when it comes to um, the FHA financial right. aspect of it. So I mean, we can continue. You just got to wait 90 days. Yeah, you just got to wait. Yeah, exactly. You got to wait 90 <laughs> days before that so contract can rush, be written up. So, yeah, know, yeah. So, so it could, yeah, exactly. So it could pose some issues. So just kind of knowing that, I think it's very important because, you know, even from an investor standpoint as a seller, if it's less than 90 days, then I may not be able to take, you know, I'll have a conversation with the person and say, hey, you know, we're within that window where FHA is probably not going to be the best option 
um, you know, to be able to purchase this particular home because we're in that 90 day window. So VA and conventional, they don't have this issue um, at all. Um, But FHA does have this rule. Um, And the FHA, I'll give even a step further. If you're buying a home and you're between 91 to 180 days, FHA actually requires you to get a second appraisal as well. Mm -hmm. So if you're between three months in a day and six months, that you have to get two appraisals um, if the value of the home um, has increased uh, over 100% of what that seller who's now selling the home sold it to you for, or yeah. purchased it for, I'm sorry. So I'll give an example, if a seller, you know, seen an opportunity and bought an investment property for $60,000, right? Mm-hmm. And they fixed it up, and then let's say they're now selling the house um, for $150,000, right? That means that that house as far as what they caught, what they purchased it for and what they're now trying to sell it for has went up over 100%. So 100% would have been at 100 at 120,000 when you times 60 times 2, right? So now that it's they're selling it for above that amount, if you're selling a house within 91 to 180 days and the person has FHA financing, um, then they have to get a second appraisal during that time just to confirm that that value is is true. Um, so yeah, 90 days is that time frame. We just want to make sure that you you knew that, you understood it. So mm-hmm. even if from the, kind of explain it from the seller's aspect, from, from the buyer's aspect, if you're looking at a home that's been fully renovated, you wanna make sure that you ask the listing agent or ask the seller like, hey, when did the buyer, or when did the seller actually purchase the home? Mm-hmm. So there's no issues as far as that goes. Cause if you're operating within a short time and you put an offer on a house and you're thinking, hey, you're gonna move in, you already mm-hmm. told your landlord that you're moving out, and then now this issue comes up and then it pushes your timeline mm-hmm. out further. It could, it could really, yeah, yeah, it could really cause you know, cause you to be in a tight spot. So we want to make sure that you guys do understand that when it comes yeah. to the FHA financing and the wait period that's involved with it. And uh, the next statement I'm about to make is not a one-all be-all, but a good indication that of uh, you asking the question is if you are signing that purchase agreement and you see a business as the seller, that's a, that's right there is a great indication to ask that question up front. Correct. I mean, obviously, like I said, it's not one-all be-all. I mean, personal people can flip homes too, but... That is something that, you know, can kind of give you like the heads up, right, to ask Correct. the question. So knowing that little bit of information, especially when you are in a, um, a strict timeline, is great information for you to have, especially if you are yourself personally in an FHA loan. Absolutely. It's well, yeah. well said. Yeah. All right, guys. So I hope that that was even informational for you because <laughs> I felt like when I, when, I, when I first learned that, I was like, oh, man, this is. Yeah. This is important to know. I mean, I just actually had this conversation with our teammate because um, it came up in one of her um, things, and I had to kind of, like, point that out to her. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. good stuff. All right, guys, so what we we got coming up next? What you got Um, going on? Let's see. This weekend, uh, uh, well, I have a lunch actually here in in the next 45 minutes or so. It's an agent that I'm newly working with, um, you know, so I'm excited to to kind of put our minds together and see how we could – potentially grow together so i'm looking forward to that here shortly um tomorrow uh should be fun tomorrow i'm actually gonna have a little night out with uh with my wife and then also a couple of my buddies the two buddies uh shalimar and sherm um good friends of mine that live in our neighborhood um so all all of us are going out together us and our wives um to go see chris rock tomorrow okay that um, sounds fun yeah yeah so chris rock i've been to a comedy show in forever yeah i love comedy shows man i love the i laugh. used to go all the time to the improv when i lived in florida in florida okay yeah. all right yeah yeah there's i mean we i, I love comedy i mean there's a place here locally called the funny bone 
that a lot of times folks will come through, um, you know, if their people are on a bigger scale, sometimes they'll go to, you know, Norfolk Scope or even mm -hmm. Chrysler Hall, and that's where Chris Rock's going to be at tomorrow is Chrysler okay. Hall. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. My buddy Sherm, you know, he likes to he likes to do it up. So he has a truck that's coming to pick us up. Um, so y'all got a car service. Yeah, we got a car service come picking okay. us up. It's going to have, from my understanding, it's not just like your normal car service as refrigerators and all that stuff where we can have our own spirits with us um i know the women the women we're talking about drinking champagne and wine you know the fellas we're gonna we're gonna be on that uh on that whiskey or that yacht you know okay. so uh so yeah we're looking <laughs> look, looking forward to to that from my understanding we're gonna be we're gonna go out to eat first um in norfolk somewhere and then mm -hmm. we're going to um go to the the comedy show after that and then so where is the chrysler is it in norfolk yeah it's downtown okay. norfolk yeah okay. yeah it's down right near like the ghent area kind of downtown norfolk area oh yeah, okay okay yeah, okay yeah so gonna go check that out um you would act like, you would you would think i didn't live here <laughs> yeah she act like she don't live here sometimes i never say that yeah. i never said that i just don't get out much yeah that's that's the difference yeah i'm a homebody at hundred percent. Yeah. Always you. at home. I feel you on that one. <laughs> Unless so, it's work related, then I'll get out the house. Yeah. For real. Right. I mean that's, that's that's the truth. <laughs> I feel you on that one. Um but yeah, so we're 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 going there and then after the comedy show we're actually gonna finally check out the casino. So okay. you know here locally, um, in uh, Hampton Roads area. You're still in Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say here, here locally. Um, Your wife's from Portsmouth, right? Yeah, yeah. She's from P Town. Yeah. So here locally, we're uh, there's a new casino that just came literally a couple weeks ago, just opened up, and so um, I'm hearing a lot of, well, actually a lot of good things about it. I mean, I'm hearing that, you know, it, it's it's nice. You know, it was well thought out. Um, I think they built it in like 14 months, so it was pretty pretty yeah, astonishing yeah. for them to build, you know, such a massive place. Um, that quickly, mm -hmm. um, but also here obviously. And let 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 a road need to, <laughs> let somebody's road or highway yeah. need fixed. It take like five, six, seven years before exactly. they're done. Exactly, <laughs> and yet they put up a whole casino. A whole casino, in a year yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, not even a year and a half. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but also here, people know for who's been around here. Portsmouth ain't is not the the best area to be at. So I'm yeah. hearing there's a lot of riffraff. I um, heard it was a fight that broke out last weekend. Oh, One of my goodness. buddies was telling me about. So, they, I mean, they're gonna have to hire some type of security, some people in there who are, you know, yeah. equipped for the Portsmouth people. I yeah, guess. yeah. Or I mean, I, I, let me not just say the Portsmouth people, because I mean, I always live by the the rule of like, people, anything nice, even the bad, they in different cities attracts attract it. it. Yeah, sure. so sure. those people who are acting a fool might be from. What's Emporia? You never know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Honestly. That's true. That's true. But so. with it being in Portsmouth, I also understand the dynamic of, you know, it's not the greatest city in the seven cities. So, you know, you you feel, some people feel like they can go there and act a fool, too. Correct. Right? Correct. Because you, you're not going to, I don't even feel like the hood is people going to go to Bel Air and act a fool, right? Correct. Because of the city itself correct correct <laughs> so. yeah. yeah you know how they say if, if, if you build it they will come yep so and, and 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 they who live right there they definitely gonna come so we you know but yeah anyway so yeah we're doing that um you know so obviously i'm looking forward to seeing how that pans that out sounds fun and then um sunday actually is a buyer that uh me and the agent i work with all the time um we helped her purchase a house almost a year to the day it was february of last year um, she's having a housewarming at her house, and so me and the agent 
um, teamed up to kind of help out with, you know, like some of the food and some of the drinks and stuff that's, that's cool. going to be provided there. So we're going to come by and pop by uh, on Sunday and check it out. So nice. definitely got an eventful, eventful weekend. weekend. Yeah, so looking well, forward to it. More eventful than me. You know where I'm going to be. At the house. In the house. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I am, but I'm not. So mm. Saturday, I got to get my oldest child's hair done. So I'm dropping okay. her off to get her hair done. Um, I need to take my dog to the vet. So hopefully I can knock that out today so I don't have to worry about it. Okay. Um, And then, of course, you know, we got volleyball on Friday, on Sundays. Okay. Um, And I think that's pretty much it for me. Okay. I ain't really doing nothing else unless something out of the blue happens. So, like, I know, like, a couple weekends ago, me and Amaya went to go see um, uh, Missing, which was a great movie. Okay. If you have a teenage child, I think that, you know, a mother-daughter should go see that because it was actually pretty good. It's not anything for, like, a child under the age of, like, 11. You still got to see, too. I think, um, I think I mentioned this to you before. Brooking out yeah, Woman King. Yeah, yeah I, you I, check I, that out. I attempted to watch it. Oh, you, you watched it? You didn't like it? I said I attempted. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Okay. So I so um what was it? It was um I don't know, it was a weekend where I think I mentioned it on the podcast where we all met up at my cousin's house. Okay. And we played like chess and we played spades and all that other stuff. So before all of that happened, um, I had turned on the Woman King. Okay. And I started to watch a little bit of it. Like I saw like bits and pieces. I got up to the part where she found out that the 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 girl the lady was her mother was her yeah because of the, 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 the yeah her back. exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I got up to that point, but I didn't. I don't know how they got there. So I saw the very very beginning where she was. You know what was she like a warrior or yeah, some yeah, sort? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I remember the girl getting in. She kept getting in trouble. Yeah. And so that's when they sent her there. Yeah. And then. Somehow, I don't know what happened in between time, but they found that out. And then after that, we kind of cut the the uh, movie off, turned on the music, and it was party time. <laughs> okay, yeah, you check it so. out. I mean, I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it was a really good movie. Like I said, uh, especially what you just mentioned the the mother daughter yeah. dynamic. I felt like that would be a pretty good movie for a mother okay. and daughter to see together. So yeah. yeah, yeah. How long is the movie? It's like three four hours. Nah, Woman King? Nah, it ain't that long. Yeah, it was like a two-hour movie, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not as long as Black Panther. Everybody loved Black Panther, which I love too. But, I mean, nobody was complaining about that movie, no. how long it was. But, 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 you can't complain about Marvel. See, I'm a Marvel oh, fan, okay. so, you know, that that hit different. Okay. That's okay. something you look forward to, so you you prep yourself for that. Okay. Right? Yeah, Woman King ain't that long. Okay. Two-hour movie, yeah, ain't that long. Okay, we'll yeah. see. Maybe. <laughs> All right, well, that's all we have coming up. I mean, it looks like, uh, oh, no, next week, Monday, we have a meeting. So we've been invited to go on to an even bigger podcast. Yeah, that's With true. Atlantic Bay. Yeah. So that's exciting. So we have a meeting Monday morning to try to see when we can get that started. Um, and then also we're, a pl- we're planning an event for um, Margarita Day. So yeah. we will be inviting our affiliates, our agents, people who we work with, Almost kind of like an, as, a, as an appreciation. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do happy hour yeah. at a place in Virginia Beach. So that's actually exciting. I'm looking forward to that. I don't drink margaritas, but I will yeah, have another either. drink yeah. <laughs> in hand that day. Yeah. yeah. I, have to, I mean, I have to have a little sip. I mean, it's margarita day, so I have to, I have to partake 
maybe in like you know a little bit of one man but the tequila just it's it's i don't oh, know oh i drink tequila i just yeah. don't drink margaritas yeah tequila. i mean i, I I've never been a fan of margaritas. Yeah. I'm not a fan of... I used of, to like them a lot when I was younger. Like, no. And I was like, just mm-hmm. started drinking when I was like 21, 22. There used to be a uh, Guaz. We used to call it Guadalajara. It was a it was a spot like down at the beach and even in town center. If all my local folks remember, you know, Guaz used to be the spot where they would have the, the margaritas and they were like, you know, four, five dollar margaritas, man. They would be like the big ones, you know. So we used to be able to eat those or have those and have like some, you know, chips and sauce and stuff. Yeah. You know, if, so. I, if I do a margarita... It has to be like a mango strawberry type of flavor, you gotcha. know. Like yeah. I can't, I can't do like the the basic margarita, the one where they put like the salt or even yeah. sugar, and it's that sour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, mm. I don't. No, I'm a martini person, or I like it straight up. Gotcha. I mean, understood. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> understood. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, yeah, and I also want to shout out my pop's birthday is the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so my pop's birthday is this upcoming week, so yeah. shout out to my pop's. Happy birthday. My son's birthday birthday is the 15th. I'm oh, still sweet. deciding if I want to plan something. Okay. I got two, I got less than two weeks to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, shoot, yeah, now, yeah. Oof, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I'll give a dad to see what, you know, if he even going to be here. I guess that's the, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that'll play a, fa- a big factor, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to plan a whole birthday party for four-year-olds by myself. That's yeah, too much. Be tough. Be tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. too much. And then exactly when the party gets here, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that'd be Mm-mm. a lot. Mm-mm-mm. So you guys know that we like to end everything on a positive note, and we always come to you with a quote of the day. So I think that uh, the quote of the day for today is a good one. It's short and sweet. Oh, yeah. You want to take the honors of uh, reading the quote of the day? Absolutely, absolutely. So the quote of today is the way to get started is to quit talking and start doing. So I think that's straight to the point. Straight to the point, you know, (laughs) all that talking. I ain't gonna lie, I got folks, you know, and I hate to say this, but I'm just being real about it. I got folks, my like guys I've grown up with, girls I've grown up with, people I know, Mm -hmm. like they love to talk about what they're gonna do Mm -hmm. and they never do it. Mm -hmm. And so to me, like my man E.T. Eric Thomas said, execution is worshipped. So you got to execute, man. You got to put the work yeah. behind all the talk. So I'm big on less talking, more action. Mm-hmm. You know, as my man Marshawn Lynch said, I'm about that action, boss. So, <laughs> hey, we got to get to it. You know what I mean? So, you know, just much love to everyone out there. Appreciate you guys. Continue to listen to us, support us. Um, you know, we're getting a lot of good positive feedback. Obviously, like Sophia mentioned, you know, we got uh got invited to another podcast, man. So that'd be dope. You'll be able to see that coming Hopefully here. Hopefully, that grows soon. our audience. I'm yeah. excited about yeah. that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. That should be pretty cool. That should, should be, be good pretty time. cool. Yeah. All right. So that's all the time that we have for you guys today. Please follow me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. My Instagram and Facebook name is SKB underscore mortgage. Yep. And mine is Brian underscore Royster. And Brian is spelled B R Y A N underscore Royster. R O Y S T E R. Okay, see, that's why I didn't say my last name because <laughs> I already knew I'll be over here spelling. Yeah. K I F is in Frank because yeah. everybody think I, says F, I say F. F. Yeah. I mean, but anyway, so thank you guys for listening to our podcast and we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>